0: Isaiah chapter 9 and verse number 6 for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father the prince of peace and of the increase of his government in peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to re, to order it, and to establish it with judgment, and with justice, from henceforth, henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of Hosts will perform it. Amen. This is uh, there's so many things that are associated with the Christmas season, and of course, uh, one of the things that comes to mind is Christmas gifts, Christmas gifts and giving and uh, I know that things have really gotten out of hand and uh, publicized and promoted and advertisement and and uh, a, a lot of people most people probably spend way too much money on gifts. I understand that uh, that, that, that that's an issue. But uh, this prophecy in, in Isaiah was written 700 years before the birth of Jesus. And it describes the gift that the Messiah is, was, and is to all of the world. And uh, uh, a number of scriptures, even in the New Testament, there are at least 40 verses in the New Testament That referred to Jesus as a gift. And even the word grace uh, has that meaning of giving and the grace of of, uh, giving. A verse in 2 Corinthians 9 and 15 thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. And that's what we're talking about today the gift that's beyond description. Words are not enough to describe it. It's too wonderful for even for uh, uh, the human tongue to be able to really describe this wonderful gift. Now, I've received wonderful gifts over the years, and I'm also always so grateful for gifts and appreciate them and uh, always get wonderful gifts. My kids and different ones bless me with gifts, and I'm, I'm grateful for all the gifts that uh, that uh, I I receive and uh, I appreciate them so so very much, but words cannot describe the gift of Jesus. Amen. No matter how hard you try, you cannot really describe this gift. Thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift or or His indescribable gift there are not enough words there's not enough uh vocabulary or ability for us to describe the wonderful gift that jesus is to us and i understand that christmas is a season of giving and i think it is because we are responding to the gift as christians anyway, we're responding to the gift of jesus that's what the wise men did those magi who traveled all those many miles to see the Messiah, the Bible says they came and they opened up their treasures and they bought gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh, all very valuable treasures that they brought to the Messiah because they recognized that the Messiah was such a gift. Amen. And so maybe, I don't know if it's true that uh, the Christmas season is a season of giving because of that. Uh, uh, I know that it's somewhat over-commercialized in our day, but the reality is when you give, you give out of a heart of thanksgiving and appreciation uh, to, to the Lord and for what he has done. Last year, Americans gave $410 billion to charity. So we're not we're not completely broke, are we? We're not going down as some would describe. One-third of the annual giving is done, uh, charitable giving is done in the month of December. And then the last three days of the month of December, 12% of all giving is done in those last three days. But you and I give, and I trust that our giving is in uh, appreciation for how God uses people in our life, blesses us with different ones, and so we give and we share and we bless. And, uh, uh, but, but the gift that is above all is the gift of Jesus to us, every one of us. Amen. And uh, just as the Magi brought gifts to Jesus, who was that ultimate gift, generosity Kind of begets generosity. It it motivates you. If you're around someone that's a generous person and a giving person, it motivates you uh, to to want to to gift just as the Magi brought those gifts. But you and I today are blessed to have heard the gospel, to know about Jesus, and to know about this wonderful gift of salvation and eternal life that has been provided for whosoever will put their faith and their trust in the Lord. So uh, when you look at all the wonderful qualities and characteristics of our Lord, and there are so many uh, that describe the nature and the, the character of, of the Lord Jesus. Uh, uh, one of the most important ones, ones is the fact that Jesus came as the most wonderful and glorious gift and he continues to pour out his goodness and his grace and his mercy upon us, everyone. Ephesians 1 and 7, it says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Praise God. Another version of that last verse is in which he has lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight that the Lord just lavishes upon his children and pours out his blessings upon us greater than we could ever measure, greater than we could ever contain. Amen. Every good gift, Every good gift comes down from the Father of lights. Amen. Everything. And so instead of thinking of yourself as worthy of receiving any good thing, none of us are all. Every good thing in your life, every blessing in your life is because of the goodness of God. And He just lavishes His goodness on us, He just pours out His goodness upon us but too often we are not as appreciative and grateful we don't recognize him for what he is this indescribable gift but we should we really should this week a women's professional basketball player who was arrested in in russia and uh, was held there for some time because she had marijuana on her before she left and uh this is a person that had um, uh, that hates our country, that doesn't regard our nation at all, and was set free from our by our country. Um, however, you feel about it, it's a wonderful description of how, how someone receives something that they really don't deserve, but they receive goodness and they receive freedom, even though uh, they receive freedom from a nation that they. They uh, purport to hate and even vocally say that they hate, but yet they receive good. That's like you and me receiving a good gift that we receive from our Lord. None of us are worthy of it. None of us are deserving of it. But he just pours out upon us his mercy and his grace and his goodness to us. Mercy is not giving you what you deserve, which is judgment and death, and grace is him giving to you what you do not deserve. The grace of God being poured out upon us even though we are unworthy and undeserving of it. Thank God for this indescribable gift that has come <coughs> to us through our Lord Jesus Christ. Another verse in 1 Timothy 6 and verse 7. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches but in the living god who giveth us richly all things to enjoy that they may do good which that they may be rich in good works ready to distribute willing to communicate what is paul telling timothy there he says don't trust in your physical riches don't trust in in the things the tangible things that you have but instead understand you have received richly from the lord himself and he's poured out all these blessings upon you so that you can enjoy them the peace of god forgiveness salvation abundant life eternal life all of these wonderful things that he's poured out upon us so that we can enjoy them and then he says that, that they may do good, that they may be rich in good works. So there needs to be a response to all of this grace and all of this giving and all that God has poured out upon us. And we respond by allowing the Lord to use us to be a vessel to pour out ourselves, to give to others, to share the gospel with people, to minister to people <coughs> that are in need that they may be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Oh, we have been so blessed. We have received so much. It's an indescribable gift. But because of all that we have received, we should be willing to pour out, pour out, pour out, to give and to serve and to bless and to minister at every opportunity that God gives to us. Amen. There's no such thing as selfishness, in the kingdom of God. Amen. It doesn't belong in the kingdom of God. Self-centeredness doesn't belong in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, uh, there is giving and pouring out and blessing and serving and ministering and, and using what God has given to you so that you can be used of the Lord to bless others, to be rich in good works. Amen. Amen. And be used of the lord to give isaiah in this familiar christmas verse attempts to describe this gift of jesus he uses four different names to describe the gift now it doesn't matter how many names of the lord and there are many 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 names of the lord that describe some aspect of his nature his character attributes of the lord uh, are revealed in some of those names but Isaiah mentions four in this uh, this uh, description of this gift where it is a gift that is given to us. A son is given. A son is given. A child is given. The Christ child is a gift. And the first is that he is a wonderful counselor. Now in our text, it puts a comma after wonderful. But actually... In the original language, uh, in the Hebrew, it's it's together. It's a term, together. There are four names here, and the first is Wonderful Counselor. Wonderful Counselor. And the word there, wonderful, uh, is a word that describes the miraculous. He's a miraculous counselor. Now, this should, should encourage you today uh, to, to know that no matter what you're dealing with in your life, you are not alone. You are not alone. You're not facing your trials, your problems on your own because you have a wonderful counselor, a miraculous counselor. What is miraculous about him? Well, he can not only show you and empower you, uh, show you the things that you should do, counsel you, give you the word as to what you should do, But he's a miraculous counselor because he gives you the power to do it. He is the God who shows you what to do and gives you the the power to accomplishment, to accomplish it. Glory to God. He is a miraculous counselor, a wonderful counselor who can come to you. I've had over the many years, I've had people come to me asking me to give them uh, counsel or advice. I do my best. I try to point them to the word of God, which is the best counsel that we have, and point them to the word of the Lord. But I have to tell you that I can give them the word of counsel, but I can't do anything about it. Uh, But we have a miraculous counselor. And this miraculous counselor can tell you what to do and can empower you to do it. Can give you the ability to do it. Praise God. And so he gives to us supernatural insight into our problems and our needs, and then shows us how to do it, how to perform it, how to accomplish it in our lives. And so Isaiah is saying, Jesus is this wonderful counselor that you can go to at any time. Honestly, there have been times, and no doubt you have faced circumstances where you just really. Didn't feel like you could turn to anyone for advice or counsel, but you could go to the Lord and you could go to the word of the Lord and you could get alone with God and you could hear the voice of the Lord. And Isaiah said, this son that is given is a miraculous counselor that can show you what you need to do and can give you the power to do it. Praise God. When God gives you a counsel or command to do something, Along with it, he gives you the power and the ability to accomplish it. He's not going to tell you to do something and not enable you to accomplish the thing that he's called you to do. Praise God. So he is a wonderful counselor, according to this Christmas text in Isaiah chapter 9. He is a wonderful counselor. He is the mighty God. The mighty God. The Hebrew word is the word El Gippur. El Gapor, it means powerful or champion or warrior. Amen. So Isaiah is saying, This indescribable God, this indescribable gift is the mighty God, the God who fights for you. I understand that we see Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, meek and laying down his life, and he certainly was and is the Lamb of God, slain from the foundation of the world, but he's not just the Lamb of God. He is also the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. He is the one who fights for you. He is the mighty God, the champion, the warrior that is willing to fight your battles for you. Praise God. So whatever you're up against, you don't have to face your battles by yourself. And Isaiah is saying, this gift of this Messiah, this Jesus, this wonderful, indescribable gift is a gift that is a mighty God who will fight your battles for you. Praise God. The Psalmist, Psalm 27 in verse four, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Praise God. That's the God that we serve. You've got battles. I've had battles. We all face times when we're in great struggles in our life. Fighting battles. Well, all different kinds of struggles in our life. But he is the Lord mighty in battle who goes forth to fight your battles for you. He is the El Gibor. He is the mighty God who goes to fight your battles for you. Praise God. (coughs) Excuse me. He is the God that can fight your battle. You'll see that in the Old Testament uh, as the Lord was uh, through Moses, he was calling the children of Israel to to go and uh, to march to to the promised land and and before they ever left, he promised them, I'm gonna go before you. I'm gonna fight your battles. Every enemy that you have, I'm gonna be with you. I'm gonna fight your battle for you. Exodus 14 and 14, the Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. Deuteronomy 1 and 30, the Lord your God, which goeth before you, he shall fight for you according to all that he did for you in Egypt. Before your eyes. Praise God. He is, yes, he is the, uh, uh, the lamb of God, the meek lamb that laid down his life, but he is also the lion of the tribe of Judah who is the warrior God who can fight for you and help you in all of your struggles and your battles. Amen. Isaiah is doing a pretty good job of describing this wonderful gift. A son is given. This is what he's gonna be. He's going to be a wonderful counselor. He is going to be a a mighty God. I don't know if you've ever heard Mark Rutland on WYGE, but Mark Rutland, whenever he prays, he uses this phrase. Instead of saying, in the name of Jesus, he says, in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. And every time I hear it, I just think, wow, that sounds great. In the strong name of Jesus. That's who he is, who fights your battles for you, who's the conqueror of everything, every sin, and uh, he won the battle on the cross for your forgiveness and your sins to be, uh, to be set free from your sins. This is a gift from God. Hallelujah. What a wonderful gift. Yeah, he is a deliverer who will fight your battles for you. You know what we do? We... We wear ourselves out, try to figure out our problems, trying to wrestle around with our struggles that we're in when we need to commit it to the Lord and remember that he is this indescribable gift that God has given to us. uh, And uh, he is willing to fight your battles for you. Praise God. So he is that wonderful counselor He is the mighty God that fights your battles for you. And he is, number three, the everlasting father. The everlasting father. You know what a normal good father does? He protects his household, his family. He provides for his family. He's there. He's there for them. And uh, uh, I remember 21 years ago when my dad died, I didn't think I would feel the way that I did. But even as a grown man, I felt such a sense of loss that I knew that my dad was going to be there for me. He was going to be my strength and my supporter no matter what. And so when he was gone, I felt a deep, deep sense of loss. But Isaiah says we have an everlasting father. For those of you that don't have your physical, natural father, Uh, still with you you do have an everlasting father and he's always going to be there he's always going to provide for you he's always going to protect you and be there for you and minister to you he's going to love you no matter what amen amen now i've got some good kids but they they haven't always done the right things they've messed up but do you think that there was ever a moment with all of their messing up and failure, was there ever even one moment that their dad didn't care about them? Oh, no. Oh, no. It don't matter what they do or how far away from God they might be, the, 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 uh, the heart of a father just loves on and keeps on caring and loving, and that is the everlasting father that we have Isaiah is describing him that way. He is the everlasting father who never stops loving, never stops caring, uh, who loves no matter what. He is your father and he is in control of your life and your needs. Praise God. Amen. And then the fourth is he's the prince of peace. So those four terms, those four names of the Lord He is a wonderful counselor. He is a mighty God. He is an everlasting father. And he is the prince of peace. A prince is someone with authority. He's a ruler. He has authority. Jesus came into this world not just to speak peace to the world of turmoil that we're in right now. Uh, The time that Jesus was born was a, was a dark time. You think our times are bad. His times were bad as well. Under the Roman rule, dominion of the Romans and lived under all of that uh, conflict and all of that struggle but yet Jesus came to be the Prince of Peace. He comes into your struggle, your turmoil, your mess that you're in and he brings peace into the middle of all of that and he's got the power and the authority to do just that. Amen. Have you noticed how that everywhere you look, there's bad news? Everywhere you look. The advertising, if you, if you pay attention to advertising, sometimes it's scary. Because they'll say, you better buy gold because the economy's getting ready to collapse. So you better invest in some gold. Then the next ad comes on and it says, do you know that you have shingles in your body. And at any time it could surface and you could get sick with shingles. Then the next ad comes on. It's all bad news. It's nothing but bad news. That's what the world has to offer. Trouble and hopelessness and bad news. But I'm thankful that we have the Prince of Peace who speaks in the midst of your darkness and your trouble. And yeah, we have some... We've got some problems in our country right now. We need leadership. We need godliness. And we need people with character and honesty to be uh, in leadership in our country. But I want you to know that really what we desperately need is to allow Jesus to be the Prince of Peace. To speak peace in the midst of all of this trouble and turmoil that we're in right now. And he's the only answer. I said it a lot and I believe with all of my heart there's not a political answer. There's not even a, you know, an answer that can come from some uh, economy wizards in our world today. The answer is gonna come from the Prince of Peace and when people put their trust in Jesus and accept him, this wonderful, indescribable gift. Hallelujah. Praise God. What a wonderful gift. You know, Paul lived at that same time under that same Roman dark harshness that the rule of the Roman government and that eventually took his life. But he said, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I'm not ashamed of this because this is the answer. This is the hope. Jesus is the answer. He is the the hope for the mess that this world is in right now. Amen. Jesus is that unspeakable gift. Praise God. Praise God. And I'm so glad that as a young person, I heard the gospel and somehow in faith, I reached out to the Lord Jesus Christ and believed upon him. And I was saved as a young person. And oh, the difference that it has made. I have had a mighty God. I have had a wonderful counselor. I have had a father like no other. I have had a prince of peace like no other. That's who Jesus is. When you read through the gospels describing who the Lord is, you're gonna see that he is so much more than anyone can ever describe. Praise God. Oh, but Jesus is this indescribable gift that at this Christmas season We have received, and we, since we have received, we should be sharing it. Amen. We should be pouring out. Amen. I'm thankful to be a part of a church that is a generous church, a giving church. And any time that we have uh, a missionary or an evangelist, or if there's a special need of some sort that's presented to the body here, people give generously. Many times... The giving, it, it, it blows me away. I just think, Lord, this is wonderful. This is amazing. The way that you provide through your people, thank God for it. And I'm so glad to be a part of a body that wants to give and wants to invest in people and invest in the work of the kingdom of God. Uh, it's evidenced by those uh, plaques on that back wall. More than 40 missionaries around the world are supported. They get Offerings from our church every month, and it's because you're generous and you're giving, and you are generous because you have received from Him. You have received so much from the Lord. You can't outgive God, you can't do too much, you can't serve too much, you can't pour out too much. He's done so much for you and for me. Hallelujah! Thanks be unto God for this unspeakable gift this indescribable gift but as a result of receiving from him we in turn pour out we give we bless we are used of the lord to minister every opportunity that we have and i often encourage you during the christmas season take notice look around because there are some people that are in need and you can help them you can bless them and you can reach out to them. Most of them aren't, they they don't have their hand out asking for help. Most of them are just trying to make it, trying to survive. Uh, But uh, when you see that need and as the Lord puts that on your heart, then just be reminded, oh, I've been so blessed. This wonderful gift of God, and I want to pour out and give and serve and bless. Amen. Father, thank you for this wonderful gift. Lord, that's been provided to whosoever will believe upon the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings that come our way. Thank you, Lord, that you are a wonderful counselor. You are a mighty God. You are a prince of peace. You are an everlasting father. Thank you, Lord, for all the wonderful blessings that you send our way. Every day, Lord, you load us down with your benefits, and we thank you for that, Lord. Lord, help us, Lord, that have received so much to pour out and to bless others and to be a vessel, Lord, that you can use to bless many that are in need. Jesus' name. Praise God. Would you stand with me this morning?